This is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tacos, and this is Origin. Origin.
cast away my sin A-M-E-N Got me walking in your freedom as you call my name again A-M-E-N Day out, day in A-M-E-N Praise King, lift him That was Amen by my buddy Eric Cohen. And we have him today. And he's dancing. You can't see it because this is a recorded audio track of the Johnny Taco Show origin stories. All right. Before we get to him, I need to throw out some commercials. Just a quick little break, you know, just a couple seconds all right so we have an open mic this summer called life christian open mic and that will be in the ellis county waxahachie at covenant life church you have heard me say covenant life church because it's not only my church but it's a a church that many of my uh, followers go to as well as my producer Chris Johnson, which he had just recently had a birthday. So you go on the show, uh, Facebook, make sure you say happy birthday to Chris Johnson. It doesn't matter how late this is. This could be like four years old. Just still just keep going on Facebook. Just say happy birthday. People will be wondering what's going on. But, you know, that's the way things go. But it is Christian open mic. So if you have a... A gift of dancing, a gift of singing, rapping, rock. You even want to play sock puppets. You know, if it's for the Lord, then you are welcome. Just uh, hit up the Johnny Taco Show uh, on Facebook, or you can hit me on my email, which is the Johnny Tacos Podcast at gmail.com or Johnny Tacos at taco.com, which is. A proud, proud Taco Cast family as we are. All right. And that is enough of what I had to say. So let's start this day. And we start by a pray that Mr. Eric Cohen can save the day. All right. Hey. He's, he's over there dancing. He's not even listening. He's just like, I'm dancing. Yeah, it's a, it's a rap song. You know, he's hipping and hopping. <laughs> what's up eric how you doing buddy hey i am good brother i'm good how are you doing brother i am looking at your beard and i'm crying because my wife decided to give me a haircut for easter and i told her just to trim my beard trim it and she trimmed it with a number three she gave it a really good trim, brother. I, I'm talking. I'm talking. Everything's even now because it's skin level. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave her a hard time. She bought me Mod Pizza and got my my fingers manicured just to try to ease the suffering, the pain. You know, a man can have manicures. That's they put the man in the cures. So manicure. Look, man. And the pedicures. Go ahead and take care of my stanky toes, too. Yeah, you know, the first time. Okay, all right. Before we get into your testimony, the first time <laughs> I ever had a pedicure, you know, I was I took put my tootsies in the water. And when the lady 
picked up my foot and you know i wasn't expecting what was going on she had accidentally tickled the inside of my foot and i almost karate kicked her in the face i almost did a danielson crane kick off the seat and you know uh, you know, the power of Jesus hold my foot back. <laughs> oh, man, I, I would have felt sorry. I felt sorry for her because she was like grating. You know, you use that cheese grater. <laughs> and my feet are so from wa- walking and working and all that. It was so full of uh, callus that it looked like it looked like uh, feta cheese the, the, from the Greek. As long as she didn't try to throw it in a salad for you afterward. I don't know. She probably would have. <laughs> I was like the most, uh, you know, my feet. I'm not used to people guiding my feet, you know, except for Jesus. But, you know, I wasn't used to, they go, they go, turn it over here. You know, you know, bent, relax. And she go, relax, relax, relax. And she was rubbing on my legs and I'm looking at my wife and I'm feeling a little weird that another woman is rubbing on my legs. It, it was, it was comfortable, but uncomfortable at the same time. That that awkward, comfortable feeling. Yes, yes. Have you had any issues like that before? Dude, I have been to a pedicure twice with my wife, and you are absolutely right about the tickling part. They grab my feet, they start doing the little foot rub and stuff, and all I can do is hold on to the side of the chair and try not to flex or whatever, man. I can't, it's hard not to move because it tickles so bad. Yeah, that's that's probably why they came up with the hiya before you, they kick is to give them a warning. So you probably have to say that before you get your <laughs> med- your pedicure. Hiya! Oh, oh. And they they move out of the way. But yeah, okay, that you know, that was funny. That that was hilarious. Anyway, uh so uh tell us a little something about y'all. Yo, you, not y'all like well, my Texas, but you. I- I, I got three personalities. No, not anymore. Jesus saved me. Um, no, my name is Eric Cohen. Come from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, lived in Mississippi down in the deep, deep south for a while. Um, from all over, really. But the last 15 years of my life, I've spent in Kansas City, Missouri, which is a great, great place, I'm going to have to say. Uh, most of my life, man, has been spent in darkness, neglect, poverty, addiction. You know, that's kind of the testimony of my story. I grew up not knowing Jesus at all. My mother was a Southern Baptist and my dad was a Jew and there was no religion whatsoever. Um, so I did not know Jesus until about 10 years ago was my first introduction to who Jesus was. I had been a pretty hardcore meth addict, uh, going pretty hard for several years. And been to rehab about six to seven times, probably. Well, the last time I went, the seventh time I went, man, seventh time's a charm. Uh-huh. Um, I was at this rehab facility called Atchison Valley of Hope, and they had this chapel on board. So I went to this chapel every day for 30 days. I wish I could say I did it to get to know Jesus, but that was not the case. I did it because they were handing out a little brass cross. So I wanted the swag. I said, okay, well, I'm going to be here. I want some kind of swag. And so I went for 30 days and I got this swag. Well, in the midst of going, man, I hit my knees every day and I was listening to what they were saying. And, uh, you know, God really started to work on my heart through all that. It was quite an amazing experience. Uh, But I didn't come to Jesus at that point, man. I didn't come full heartedly, at least. I, I knew him, but I didn't 
step onto the path yet, as I'll say. Uh, so about three and a half years ago, man, again, I was in the midst of one of the deepest struggles I'd ever been in in my life and uh, contemplating suicide, bro, uh, sleeping in my truck and, you know, just at the very lowest point of my life. And I was writing a poem. Actually, I was writing a poem for Jesus and a beat came on my YouTube and the Lord spoke to me. He said, I want you to rap this. I looked at him kind of crazy in my mind, man. I'm like, okay, well, I'm a 35 year old white guy. I guess I'll try. Uh, but that's the goodness of the Lord, man. He uses the broken just like me uh, to to do his glorious works. Uh, but in the midst of that, man, he told me to rap that. And I did. And by the end of that experience, I had goosebumps all over my body. The only words I could utter out after the end of that rap was a uh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Probably for like five minutes straight, I just said, thank you, Jesus. And it was at that point I vowed that I would only use it for his glory. And so that's uh, the skin line of my testimony. And, you know, just to, just to let you know, let my listeners know that there there is a salvation for anybody you know and meth right right now meth is a highly highly addictive drug that that is that really is poison the nation um i've had friends that were hooked on meth i, I you know fortunately i i never had that trial of uh being on meth and but I've seen what happens to people. I've seen how that poison just eats away at the shell. And, um, you know, it, it is just awesome that, that you would seek salvation and, and pushed away from, from meth, from the, uh, from that drug that is killing our children, that's killing our, our family, that's killing our, our best friends or our sisters or brothers. You know, if you know someone that that's going through that, you know there there are uh, references, there are places you can go to get help for them. But they they but the the one thing that they have to do is they have to want to quit because if you if you go over there and you force someone, you force them hard. What what are you going to do? What does a kid do when you tell them not to do something? They do it more. As much. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and they uh they go crazy. And the one thing about meth is you start getting that tolerance and then you have to increase. And that's with any kind of drugs. You know, that's with anything that that makes you feel high for that first time, your body starts to to say, Okay, that's not good for me. So they they, they protect it protects it. So you have to do more and more and more. But you know one thing that makes you not thirsty, that makes you not hungry for more and more, you know, well, if you want to, you know, it, it, it is the everlasting waters of Jesus Christ. You will never go thirsty. You'll never go hungry. You'll, you'll never have to go through the things that you had to do to get that next high. And, and uh, there's probably some bad things that you had done in your life. You know, we're, we're not the judge. The only, there's only one judge, you know, and he's up above watching us and knowing us. So um, with your life, you said that your father was, is, your father's still alive, right? 
Yes, he is. He's Jewish, and your mother is Southern Baptist. Yes, and she's passed on. Oh, she's passed on, you know, up there in the kingdom. Hey, come on, come on. You'll you'll see her soon. Well, hopefully not too soon, because you still got work to do here on the earth. Hey, amen. But when he's ready to call me, man, I'm ready to go. But yes, my father is Jewish, and that I am Eric Cohen. My last name is Cohen. In Hebrew, Cohen actually means priest. So I am a priest. There you go. You know, you were born. <laughs> it was in your DNA, your last name in your DNA, goes up. You know, uh, my my last name, my real last name, not tacos, but Engel is German for angel. And I always thought, well, you know, I don't need an angel. I came prepackaged with one. So, hey. <laughs> so, so going through your life, going through your life, not actually knowing Christ, was it, was it because they had two separate religions? They just decided not to go to church or something because it would conflict. So honestly, man, my parents got divorced when I was about eight. Um, but the path I was led on, my mother was a, a pretty bad alcoholic and a pill popper. She was a case a day drinker, Bush. Drank that bush, 32 beers a day. She didn't start before noon because if she started before noon, then she was a real alcoholic. So she waited till 1201 to to pop that first beer. Um, But living that life, I lived with my mother. And uh, living in that life, it led to a lot of neglect. Uh, We lived in poverty. We lived in, you know, shanties. We lived in trailers down in the deep, deep south. And it was a rough life. And on top of the alcohol, you know, she was a a heavy, heavy pill popper, too. Uh, Now, all these pills were prescribed, but she was a veteran. And so the VA, one thing they really like to do to their veterans is overprescribe medication. And she was unfortunately one of the statistics of that um, group. So, yeah. and, And I've seen that, too. Where they they rather just give them pills and send them on their way than actually do an, a thorough examination, yeah. and and that's why when you go up and you see someone who has served, you see someone has seen the battle and 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 it's just broken and feeling that hey they can't they can't live and all that. Just show them some love, say thank you, I appreciate you going out there, and that you are so much of a hero. Because without y'all being the, uh, the in the front lines, then um, you know we wouldn't have this freedom that so many people nowadays kind of uh, spit on. Hmm. People say the United States is the worst place in the world, but we we have so many freedoms because of the armed services that that are per- patrolling and protecting. You know, and it and it not just goes to military; it goes to uh, our police, our home front. You know, I got to give my hats off to the police. You know, they're they're getting a lot of bad rep because of you know that whole you know one rotten apple spoils the whole bunch kind of thing, kind of mentality. And it's just like rappers. You know, you get you get someone that's just getting off the off the wall crazy. You know, I'm not going to say any Kanye names, but uh, <laughs> you know, you get people like that, and then, and then it just goes and like labels everybody else as a hip hop. You know, I I was um, I was listening to uh, what was it, Undrafted. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, 
this guy can flow. This guy, they're, 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 you got singing, you got you got um, the spoken word, you got bars you, for days, man. Uh, who was your influences growing up? I, uh, to me, when I grew up during hip hop. Uh, in the 90s era, it was Bone Thugs, it was uh, Tupac, it was uh, even, uh, what was it, Too Short? I, I love Too Short, and, and you know, Shit people like that. Yeah, absolutely, same influences, bro. You throw in Big Pun on top of that, uh, and then I reach back into the classic rock rock roots because i grew up on a lot of classic rock dude the doors zeppelin jimmy hendrix janice joplin pink floyd you see in my background there's bob marley there's jimmy um that music was foundational for me growing up uh that's what i related to the most and then you know you throw the hip-hop bars on top of that the old school hip-hop everybody you named and that was my musical influences growing up i didn't even no Christian hip hop was a thing until I started doing it. I thought I was the guy that invented Christian hip hop. I was like, Hey, I got bars for Jesus. And then I heard about Lecrae and Andy Mineo and all these amazing artists, you know, after that, but I didn't know anything about them. Uh, Toby Mac is probably my favorite artist. Now I will say that, uh, he goes, you know, uh, contemporary hip hop, whatever you want to call Toby Mac, that dude is legit. And he's got a heart for God. And I'm going to call it out right now. One day, Mr. Toby Mac, I will do a collab with you, sir. If it's the Lord's will. Yeah. You know, even if you're 86 years old, you'll be rapping. You'll be rapping right next to my buddy, easy E, you know, as you can hear his voice, he's, he's really easy. E. I, I found out through his eyes, his eyes are the history. <laughs> he's seen some stuff. I've seen some stuff, boy. I've seen some stuff. I see. <laughs> wow. I sound like foghorn leghorn right there. Uh, so growing up, man, uh, with, with all the hip hop and the, um, the classic rock, um, how did you feel? How did you come up and, and know that you have this gift of, of hip hop, of singing? Uh, did you practice every day? Did you just hang out with the boys and start, uh, you know, uh, doing uh, songs by like uh, Bone Thug. I I couldn't. All all I sound like is I sound like the guy that is, um, like, um, selling um cowboy, you know, cows and stuff like. <laughs> so so how how did that come around? You know, uh, I did grow up spitting other people's bars. You know, you speak about Bone Thugs. Uh, Tech Nine is a big Kansas City Tech artist. Nine. Hey, you know, you know. But I grew up listening to that music and spitting and reciting their bars. But never had any kind of musical inclination. Never had the gift of music whatsoever until three years ago. And it literally came to me overnight, man. It's the most amazing thing. And that's how I know. It's a gift from him, you know, and I believe I am put into this arena at this time um, to spread his message of love and life. You know, a lot of people have misperceptions about hip hop because of what has been spoken before on bars. But the thing is, man, God can and will use anything, any style, any, any genre for his glory. You know, you look back at rock and roll when it came out, man, and how many people said that's the devil's music? Well, now you look at rock and roll, bro. You can see some major Christian artists doing rock and roll songs. 
you know, anything can be used for his glory. Yeah, because there were so many pioneers that actually paved the way that actually went through the struggle of convincing the old Christian population saying, hey, you know, I'm just screaming for Jesus. I'm just singing for Jesus. You know, I'm not trying to convert people into Satanism or or doing the devil's work. I want to I want to sing for Christ because. At that time, it was very popular. It was very popular to be a hair band uh, and and to kind of battle the other hair bands. And I'm not saying anything wrong with musicians. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of music has a lot of heart and soul to it. You know, but it still it wasn't the path of you know Christianity. So. With, with them going through and actually paving the way and, and convincing them on both sides, because you also had secular that goes, ah, that's too Christian. You said Jesus five times too much. Or, you <laughs> you know what, you, you are asking people to come altar call in, in uh, the mid part of your, your set. You know, we can't have that because, you know, and, and you, had to, you had to battle too battles two opposing forces kind of like they they ganged up and and for 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 them to actually prevail that is actually i'm saying actually way too much that is that that's just a, an awesome thing because you have to use the tools of the devil to to battle the devil sometimes and sometimes you have to fight fire with fire Amen. You know, it makes me think about King David and how this dude got like ridiculed by his wife because of the way he worshiped uh, when he was walking with the ark. You know, I mean, this dude was dancing naked like a fool. He didn't care who saw him screaming at the top of his lungs. And imagine what people thought. King David didn't care. He said, "Okay, Lord, this is for you. And he laid his heart out for God. And, you know, that's my exact goal, man. I want to lay my heart out for God. I don't want to have to worry about uh, what people think because Isaiah in his scripture and in, in the book of Isaiah, man, it tells me what is man, but mere breath, dude, you know, we don't have to worry about the opinions or thoughts of others as long as we're glorifying the most high. Amen. Amen to that. So, um, so I was looking through your uh, reverb nation um, uh, website and you have, uh, the corner bar and grill that's coming up. No, that was last year. Wow, I'm I yeah. am too. I'm messing up on the schedules. All I saw was like August is going twenty two. We're going back in time. <laughs> I'm gonna be the doc. Doc, we're going back in time. So so going through here, you know, you have you have performed in front of people. Uh, have you ever performed secular and then? Um, and then when you found your Christian roots, you started performing that, or has it always been performing for, for God? It's always been for the most high King since I started. But the first show I did was at a club here in Kansas city off of 42nd and like Brooklyn, which is in the city. Um, and it's called climax. So if the name gives away anything about the club, you know, it's definitely a secular place, but my first performance, speaking for the Most High King Jesus, 
was at that club. And, you know, he was received. When I stepped off the stage, I got to pray for several individuals that listened to it, the message that God had given me to say. And and then it just goes there because, uh, and I talked to so many different bands and ask them, you know, why do they go to secular bars or secular concerts? And, and it's the easiest answer in the world is like, you're, if you stay in the Christian to uh, sing in churches and, and stuff like that, you're not going to be able to spread his word to the ones that are lost. And, Amen. you know, right there, and that's why I have the wall of warriors because they do go out. They, they go out to the secular um, area and they, they, they bring home the lost, you know, and just like on my show, if I'm able to, um, if I am able to save one person this whole time before the ending of this podcast here, then I've, I've done my job. I've done Amen. what God has put me on, on earth to do. And, you know, it sure wasn't to go out there and dance or rap or do anything is it's just to talk just to have a conversation with a with a now brother of christ you know a new friend uh, you know i treat everybody just the same you know you're whatever your color is whatever your gender is you know male or female i gotta get that point right <laughs> you know um you're, you're, you're always welcome on the Johnny taco show. You know, if you got a story to tell, you got a story to tell you, you, you want to talk about your, um, your, your path because we all went through that dark path. Like you, you went through a dark path and then all of a sudden God spoke to you and said, you know what? I'm going to get you out of that hole. You know, I'm going to pull you out of that fire. I'm going to pull you out of that whole uh, pile of bones there. Those dry bones, they be rattling, you know, that song. And and you're going to come out of that fire unscathed because I, that's how much God loves you. And, and I'm talking to, to somebody. That God just put that in my mind. So I'm, I'm talking to somebody on that's listening to us. That, that, you know, th you ought to listen to the music that Eric's has. You know, I, I've, when, when he, uh, sent me an email and, and I'm like, I saw, I saw how you look. I'm like, is he going to be a rock and roll star or, you know, or a country star? And then you hear that song, Amen, like we just heard. I'm like, oh, man, what? <sighs> I go, he must be like Billy Vanilli have somebody in the background. <laughs> but then, then I started seeing videos and I started seeing stuff like that. And I'm like, you are a very talented individual and God has really blessed you with this gift to go out and prophesy, go out and, and uh, minister. And, 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 you know, uh, God is telling me, you know, I know there's some rough roads that's going to happen. And I know there's going to be some times where it's going to make you think or make you tempt to go the other way. But never, never keep your eyes off me. Always keep your eyes on Jesus. Just like uh, Simon. He looked away. He started doubting. And what happened? He started floating down into the into the uh, the lake. Is it a lake? Was it a lake? The sea of the Galilee. sea, the sea. 
the sea of shining, shining sea. Anyways, it's, it's, it's a body of water. He was in a body of water. I, I, I can't, I can, I, you know, I'm honest. I don't know the words on in the Bible word by word, but I know how to paraphrase. I know how to paraphrase. Hey, come on. Come on. <laughs> plus, plus I, I watched that, that scene with Chosen. That It was just so awesome. I know it's a little far-fetched, some stuff. On there, like they had to add stuff like comedy relief and stuff like that, but the the um, the background, the foundation was there, and and yeah. to actually see that instead of just reading it and actually see it when he goes, look at me, just keep your eyes on me, and that's what we need to do is we need to keep our eyes on Jesus because if we look away, we're gonna get sunk into the earth, and that's not what mm-hmm. we want to do. So, uh, so what's coming up new? What's going to be, you got some new music coming up? My goodness, bro. Uh, the Lord has been busy, busy, busy. Uh, I have probably right now a catalog of nine or 10 songs that are unreleased, uh, that I will be dropping out to the world over the next several months. I don't like to do albums so much. I am more of a single guy and then I compile into albums. Well, you're not single. You're married. Uh, true. Hey, true, true. Single and married. <laughs> but uh, I probably have eight or nine right now. And as I continue to compile, I plan on dropping every couple weeks for the next several months. Uh, you know, and I pray over each song that I drop that it resonates in the ears of the lost and broken, because just as Jesus came, he came for the sinners. He came for the wretched, the lost and broken man. And that's who my music is for. You know, I'm not going to say anybody can't listen to it, but what I am saying, bro, is the message, the testimony he has given me directly relates to the people who, who I'm like, man, the people that I came from, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's what you have to do. You have to, you don't want, you don't want to be saved. And then your friends, your best friends, your, your, your family are left behind because you want, you want them to come with you to the kingdom. You know, you don't want you you don't want to see them just diminish away and just live in darkness. You know, you want to you want to take them with you. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to lead by example because you can go and grab your Bible and grab your Bible and go read right there, right there that you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Or, you know, or literally beat somebody over the head with a Bible. Uh, You know, you don't want to do that. Because all it's going to do is cause rebellion. What you need to do is you need to lead by example. And leading by example is what you're doing, Eric, in your music, in the way of life. Um, You know, uh, I can see so much still going. There's so much fuel left in this tank for you. And, um, you know, and we're going to be leaving with a song, uh, Live for Christ. And that's that's, uh, featuring... Uh, Yolanda Reese, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this is an amazing woman of God from Trinidad, Tobago, which is a Caribbean island. I met her on Facebook. What an amazing woman of God she is. And it's so amazing that that we have the technology that we can uh, do uh, collabs with someone around the world. And, you know, we we live in this... uh, this world, you know, it's, it's dreadful. There's so much bad things in the world, but there is still light in the world and you're still able to tap into that light 
to to go through the darkness. So, uh, like like I tell tell people, uh, put your put your TikToks on restricted because <laughs> you don't need to see all the stuff in TikTok unless you want to see something Christian until they make Christianity restricted. Which that's what it seems like. If you can, if you can do uh, a, uh, if you could put someone on for um, what was it, song of the year, and it was all about, um, you know, the WAP song, and make them uh, mm. song of the year, they're, they're pretty much going to say, well, Christianity is obscene. Uh, which Absolutely. you know, you see that you see that happening all the time because of the what's going on, you know. But what we are fighting back, you know, God said you already won the war. You should be happy. You should be rejoicing. The war is already won. Uh, you know, just say, hey, I got my boot on your neck. You know, Satan, I got the boot on, on your neck. You're not going anywhere. You're not going to overtake me. You're not going to overtake my family, my children, my friend, anybody, because I have the blood of Christ running through my veins. Amen. So, you know, but uh, I just want to thank you so much, Eric, man. Um, listening to your testimony and seeing where you came from, you know, it it just makes us closer. It, it makes us closer than blood. You know, we're, we're, we're a family of Christ. We're the body. I I just um you know where where can they get some merchandise from you cuz I know you need help uh paying for the, the microphones and the beats and stuff like that. <laughs> you know I am actually about to make my first merchandise order within the next few weeks. I don't have a shop open yet. I do have Shopify but I haven't done anything to it, but I am actually about to uh invest and start getting some shirts. So those are coming soon. Awesome. Awesome. And if you want to hear more of him, you can go on Facebook, check him out, uh, YouTube, all the streaming platforms if you want to drive down. But thank you so much, Eric, for being on the show. And I want to thank all the new listeners, the ones who think this is a Food Network show where you are just wanting to know how to make awesome tacos. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Because I always like spreading the good news. But I do not uh, teach people recipes. You can go look at that on Google. But what I do have is the edification of Jesus Christ through the testimonies of my guests and my constant babbling. I want to thank all the new, um, well, not the new people. I want to thank all the, the listeners that listen to me on a daily basis. You are the... Sour cream on the taco supreme. Without you, I would just be constantly babbling to the wall, and that would give ammunition to my wife for to put me in the house forever, ever, ever. But again, I want to thank Eric Cohen for being on the show, and we're gonna go out with live for christ on the johnny taco show god bless you god keep you and don't have yourself a good day no good sir good ma'am have yourself a great day i am out
Jesus and you talk about killing things But it's okay, spit your hate, I'll preach my faith, I'll elevate Lifting up my holy father, your lies can't penetrate You tell me look inside myself, I looked inside and saw my hell So many things I said and done, took the drugs and tried to run Look around but no escape, guess I have to taste my fate My heart begins to elevate, conviction starts to penetrate Deep inside my consciousness, open in my cognizance I can taste the consequence, living in my godlessness Not again, I give in, temptation fake at birth to sink and stand the one I see within Run again, lights growing dim Oh, no, no way, ain't no coming back Step into the gray Oh, no, no way, ain't no coming back Step into the gray Desire, showing me your gracefulness, removing my disgracefulness, leaving me with graciousness, got me under maintenance, repairing me, hearing me, walking perseveringly, the blood you shed is sparing me, relief from what was killing me, step away from yesterday, take a look internally, think I need infirmary, healing me with surgery, here we go, here we go, give you all control to the maker of my soul, the only one I know for sure will not ever walk away, took me from decay, Will not ever walk away Took me from decay
Are you considering going to church for the first time? Have you ever thought about waking up in the morning, getting ready, and going to church just to see what it's all about? Or maybe you're looking for a new church because your old church wasn't quite what you had in mind. Consider coming to visit Covenant Life Church in Waxahachie. Here on the Johnny Taco Show, this is our home church, and we extend the invitation for you to come worship with us and fellowship with us. If you're interested, visit Covenant Life at 423 North College Street, Waxahachie, Texas. Wednesday service begins at 7 p.m. Sunday service starts at 10.30 a.m. For more information, please visit www.covenantlife.online and look on the calendar for upcoming events. Your journey can begin right now.